0: I'm your host, Flavia Cornejo-Vargas, here to talk to you guys all about travel, mental health, and personal finance. So let's get right into it. On the last episode, I talked about mental health and travel. So this week, I want to focus on personal finance and travel. The reason why I wanted to talk about these topics is because they're all really connected. And you can't really talk about travel without talking about money right? Because without money, you're really not traveling. And I think it's important for all of us to really be aware of our finances, whether it is, um, you know, just for ourselves, for our family, for future generations, because all of that can affect how we travel now and later on. So that's why it's definitely something that's very important and something that needs to be talked about on this podcast. So something I've heard from a lot of my favorite personal finance accounts on Instagram and TikTok is what is your first memory about money? And when I saw that, it really made me think about my own cuz that's not something that, you know, you kind of go about your day thinking about, right? So my first memory about money was actually I was at a store, I was with my mom. I don't remember if it was like a grocery store or like just, you know, like a regular store and I wanted to buy something. Of course, I was like a child, so I probably wanted a toy or, you know, something. I don't even remember what it was (laughs) because now it's clearly not important, but at the time it was important and I wanted it. So I asked my mom, I was like, hey mom, you know, like I want this, like the bonito, no se me gusta, like I want it and she just looks at me and she's like no no hay dinero para eso like there's no money for that I was kind of like stumped and I just kind of looked at her and then I remembered I'm like she always uses like plastic like she has this plastic card that you know she swipes when we get to the register and she never actually takes out money so you know why not that right so I asked her I'm like pero la tarjeta de crédito tu usas eso para pagar las cosas so like why can't we use that Because obviously at the time, I didn't know how credit cards work. I didn't know that you had to like pay it back, you know, when the statement came in and everything. So I was just like, oh, it's like free money or magic money or (laughs) something that you just use to pay things. And then that's it. Of course, like I didn't really understand more than that. So she explained it a little bit more to me. And then I really understood like, okay, this is what she means. Like, it's not like it is free. (laughs) um but she did also explain that she tends to use it when she doesn't have cash with her and if she needs to buy something especially like groceries or something like that then that's when she would use it but not to spend it on toys like i wanted to And I know that everybody's relationship with money is very different depending on, you know, your circumstances, where you grew up and all of that. I know that my parents didn't really have too hard of a time. At least by the time my sister and I were born, it wasn't as bad. My parents were a bit more established in the U.S. So things were like a little bit simpler and better for them. But my parents were also never ones to really spend money on things that they didn't really need or that didn't really benefit them so we actually rarely went out to dinner like as a child I really don't remember going out to dinner like unless it was a special occasion like unless it was for a birthday or for a celebration or like something like that it's not like we would go out to dinner every week we never got delivery we never got takeout like that was really rare like I really don't remember any instances where we got takeout or delivery. We would go out to dinner every once in a while. But there would be months where we didn't go out to dinner at all. And it just became our normal because that was something that we were used to. And it wasn't something that I missed because I wasn't used to doing it. Of course, like I would hear about my friends going out or you know having pizza at home and that to me was like so rare but as a child I was like oh I kind of want that because you know my friends are doing as so I want it too um but that did not change my parents thoughts on like that's not what we do we tenemos comida en la casa like we don't need to go out to get food we don't need to order food to come here like tenemos comida en la it was just very different. Um, When I when I think back on that, and I think that's also transferred into my adult life, because now I also feel the same way. Like I also don't go out to eat that much. Sure, I probably definitely go out more than when I was younger, and I would be with my parents. But I do sometimes and that's okay. But I've noticed that I do try and eat, at home as much as I can. I'll make my own food. I still hardly ever, like, really never order delivery or takeaway or anything like that. Um, because tenemos comida en la casa. Like, I gotta eat it. Otherwise, it spoils. And a main reason why my parents said that this is what they do and this is, like, what they prefer to do is because they'd rather spend money on things that really interest them and they really want to do, such as travel. Like, if it wasn't really for my parents... I probably wouldn't have traveled as much as I have, and I really owe that to them because I it's something that I absolutely love and it's like a huge part of my life. So, the money that we wouldn't spend on things like going out to dinner or ordering, you know, takeout or delivery, my parents would save for travels to be able to go to more places or to be able to stay longer in certain places. And now I kind of think about it the same like, if I know that. If I go to a restaurant and something can cost me, you know, like with tax and tip and everything, like about $50 or something, I'm like, oh, that's probably a couple of meals that I could get, you know, in X, Y, and Z place. Or that's money that could go for a flight to go to X, Y, or Z. And my mind just kind of works like that now. It's just been trained for three decades now <laughs> to think in this way. So your experiences with money as a child really can affect and dictate how your experiences with money as an adult can be. Of course, this really depends, right? Because um, sometimes our parents don't have the best track record with money or sometimes they just can't have the best track record with money because of so many different situations that may be a little bit out of their control. So they haven't been able to improve their situation. And now it's on us that we have to. I have to say that I know so many immigrant families, especially first-gen um, children like the situation can be really different especially like seeing how those families may have gotten to the U.S. right like not everybody may have their papers in order and you know getting a job could be difficult because of that so obviously putting money away for travel is definitely like the last thing on some people's minds so obviously this is really unique to every person and I know that my parents were very fortunate that they had papers when they did come to the U.S. and it was something that wasn't even in their control. Like It was a privilege that they got without even working for it. So I know that it really varies by families and that could be something that completely changes a family or a person's experience whether with money and or travel. So although a lot of my childhood experiences with money going into adulthood have been from a bit more of a privileged point of view so I understand that obviously not everybody would have these same types of experiences growing up and because my parents didn't let us enjoy you know little day to day things because they wanted us to be able to experience travel and going to different places they gave my sister and I the opportunity to instead of have a quinceanera to go on a trip and that is how I ended up going to Europe when I was 15 and then to China when I was 16, which I know that a lot of people don't get to experience, but it definitely opened up my world at a very young age. And it really led me down the path that I currently am on now, which is to travel often and to go far to places that maybe a lot of people haven't heard of. And I think that's something that I really personally enjoy. Like, I want to go to places like Kazakhstan, like Iran, like places that I know a lot of people don't really think about and or want to go to because of a lot of things that may or may not be true. Like, you know, things that we hear on TV, like that it may be a dangerous place, that it may be, you know, this or that. But at the same time, I kind of want to break those, like, stereotypes. I want to kind of break those ideas of these places that I myself also know very little bit about, but I want to go to them and show the beauty of them. I want to go and show the side that TV will never show us because that is how we actually get to learn about a place. And I also want to do it because I know a lot of Latinas don't go to these places in general. Like if we do travel, we tend to like go to places like Europe or, you know, around the U.S. or like Latin America because, you know, that's where our families are from. That's where we feel comfortable because we speak the language. But I also want to get out of my own comfort zone. I know I've been to lots of countries in Latin America, but I want to start going to more places that may make me feel a little uncomfortable because i don't really understand the culture or more about the culture not to say i'm going to be putting myself in places that i will feel unsafe i mean uncomfortable like getting out of my comfort zone to like push my boundaries to be like okay i don't know much about the food here or the culture the language etc whatever and i want to learn about it and i know i'm going to go into it like a little unsure of what i'm really getting into but i was from a place that i know that i'm going to be safe and not like that kind of uncomfortable but now i know that i'm getting a little off topic and i will be talking about solo travels like solo woman travels in a different episode and especially what it means to be a latina traveling solo and like yeah i'm definitely going to do another episode on that so stay tuned for that one so wrapping back around to, you know, finances and travel, there are definitely some things that I've started doing, you know, more in my adult life, the more I learned about it, that definitely allow me to travel more. Like one of them is definitely being flexible. So sometimes being flexible means that you'll be able to find a cheaper flight, that you may be able to go to more places or you know for more for a longer period of time but obviously this depends on you know your job on a whole bunch of different factors right so it really depends you have to see if that's even a possibility for you. Another one is credit cards. Like so I know my parents even till this day don't really like using credit cards. Like I know my mom uses them more than my dad but my dad is very much like cash is king kind of person. And although yes it, it is great when you have cash in your hands and you can spend that but There's so many benefits to credit cards, like credit cards give you points, credit cards give you miles, depending on what kind of card you have, you can have access to lounges and, you know, all of these different amenities that cash, although maybe king, cannot give you. So we really have to look at those possibilities, those opportunities and benefits when we are looking at wanting to travel more because that will actually help us travel more and cheaper and at a more like cost effective way. So if you happen to be looking for a credit card, I definitely say look at what benefits and perks that card is going to give you. Like I have one card that I like to use mainly for buying flights, for eating at restaurants, for putting gas in the car, for buying groceries, because that card will give me three miles per dollar spent, while another card that I have gives me 1.5 miles for all categories, for everything. So like anything that doesn't really fit into what I've already mentioned for that card that gives me three miles, I'll use with that 1.5 mile card because instead of just getting one mile um, with that other card, if it doesn't fit in those categories, I'll get at least 1.5 miles with this other card. So those are little things that I'll do to help me because then I can use those miles to either purchase through like the actual app um, and the actual company to get, you know, discounted flights or discounted hotels or something like that. Or I can just use it as like a cash back to pay back a flight or pay back a hotel or a train or anything like that. But please, please do not get into debt to travel, I know that you may be getting some FOMO by looking at Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever, and being like, oh, all of these people are going to all of these amazing places and I'm not. So let me, you know, do something crazy. No, because you'll come home and that crazy will still be there. You don't want that. So if you see that you tend to overspend when you have some disposable income, I would suggest, you know, opening a separate account to put money for travel so that will be your travel fund or you could open a high yield savings account which has a higher interest rate than regular savings accounts and that way you can put money into that weekly or monthly or however often you can and you can you know track to see how much is in there and then plan when you're going to go on the vacation so if your vacation is in six months and you need a thousand dollars to do everything right flight or gas for car or train or whatever it is that you're using to get there plus food plus accommodation activities everything like that then that way you can really budget how much you're going to need to save weekly to have the money to go on that trip but please do not get into debt to travel may get cute pictures for the gram but believe me that long term it is not worth it Because although I am here to give you travel inspiration, I am not here to tell you debt is cute. Because it's really not. I spent over five years paying off my student loans. And as I was paying it off, I knew that I didn't want to be in debt ever again. I didn't want to owe anyone any money, especially the bank, because of those high interest rates. But even as I was paying off my loans, I was also putting money away to travel. So like in those five years, I did pay off. Close to forty thousand dollars of debt, but I also traveled to about 10 different countries during that same time, so it's not like you need to be fully debt free to travel, but definitely have a plan in place so that way you are not getting into more debt to travel. I will say that during this time, I was living with my parents, so I wasn't really paying rent and a lot of different expenses that I know a lot of people will have to pay so so please do take that into account because i know that everybody's situation is different so what i was able to do a lot of people may not be able to do because they do have more expenses but i knew that if i chose to live on my own there was no way i was going to be able to pay off that debt as quickly because i wasn't making that much money and there's definitely no way i was going to be able to travel like at all as much as i did so, this is just my situation and how I went about it. So, just like I was saying, that everybody's experience with money is different and how they go about it can be different. It reminded me of my high school years and fifth grade through 12th grade, actually. So, senior year of high school. Prior to that, my family, we all lived in like Northern Jersey, much closer to New York. But when I was 10, we actually ended up moving farther South Jersey, like about Central Jersey. And it was really like a whole culture shock for me because it was so, so different. And it was not diverse at all. Like Northern Jersey was way more diverse, had people from like all over. Central Jersey was very homogenous. Um, and so that also affected the money side of it, because in North Jersey, it was, you know, there's like a lot of apartments, there can be projects, there's houses as well. um, But there's a lot more diversity when it comes to like socioeconomic status. But where we moved to, people had really nice houses, really nice cars, it was a totally different setting. And when you can't I guess, quote unquote, keep up with the Joneses and have all this new technology, new vehicles, new things like that. It definitely made me feel left out a lot. I saw people in my high school, their first cars were Mercedes Benz or uh, Corvettes or, you know, Beamers, all of these different things. And I knew I was not getting that. And not so much because my parents couldn't Really try and get it for me, but they didn't find importance in materialistic objects as much as like giving us the opportunity to travel. So, because my parents couldn't afford to do both, they did what they felt was better. And at the time, of course, since I was going to school and I had to see these people all the time, and of course, I wasn't really best friends with any of these people um, because we were just too different. And so seeing people have all of these different nice things and me being like, okay, well, all right, I'm going to go somewhere at some point. But since it wasn't happening in that moment, it was pretty frustrating. But looking back, I'm like, okay, I'm fine with that. Like, I don't really need a fancy car. I don't really need all this stuff because I get to do all of this other amazing things that, you know, it just really had me reflecting on these different moments and Although it's not my first money memory, it is when I really realized how much wealth there is in the world and how some people really are just given it because obviously none of these teenagers worked for the money to buy a Benz or a Beamer or a Corvette. It was their parents, their family, their generational wealth, if we can call it that, um, that resulted in them getting these nice things but it wasn't their actual hard work so some takeaways now that we're coming to the end of this episode i want you to reflect on your first money memory think about what it is think about whether or not it was a positive or negative memory and kind of why that was and if that has actually affected and or you know led into your adult life and how your relationship with money is now I also want you to reflect on like what your personal goals are, like is is travel something that you want to incorporate more in your life? I'm guessing it probably is if you're listening to this podcast. (laughs) So like how you're going to work to get there and like what you need to do to get there without getting into debt and doing it from a way that will actually benefit you, like using certain credit cards that are like travel credit cards or that will give you points and or miles. I hope you will take some time to reflect also on just your personal finance goals long term like not including travel like you know what does that look like for you and like if you're not currently like on the path to get to where you want to get to what can you change now or what little things can you start adjusting so that way you can reach those goals that you're looking to reach. Because at the end of the day, I want us all to be successful, all to be well-traveled, all to just be happy. I just want us all to be happy. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have, please go ahead and rate it and leave a review so that way more people can find out about it. And please go ahead and follow me on social media. I am on Instagram. This podcast Instagram is at Latina Traveler Podcast. You can also follow my travel Instagram, which is at Latina Traveler, where I give a lot of tips on traveling solo as a woman budget tips and also you can check out my blog which is latinatravelerwith2else.com thank you so much for being here and i hope that you're looking forward to the next episode as much as i am que tengas un bonito dia adiós